For tonight's Unified Bank Profile, we get to speak with another one of our officials. And after earlier this week, Kirsten Welch made her ECHL debut. We have someone who's finishing up his professional career. This is linesman Zach Roberts. And Zach, uh, this has got to be quite the weekend for you to ultimately make it to the end of the line in your pro hockey career. What are the emotions right now? Uh, I know it's going to be at the end of the game. It's going to be it's going to be tough. Um, but I'm glad to have my family and a lot of my close friends here with me. Um, it's not very often they get to, to see me skate um, with the, the hectic travel schedules over the years. But after 15 years, um, I know it's I know it's time, and uh, uh, I'm just happy that everybody's here that's close to me to to share it with me. 15 seasons is a lot of time to work in this business, and I'm sure you've experienced a lot of different things through those years. As you look back now, what are you most proud of from being able to have this long of a tenure in this sport? Uh, honestly, it's probably just the, the sheer longevity of my career and being able to do it for such a long time. Again, I started when I was in my early, early 20s, uh, now being 38. Um, but another thing that, that is really I'm proud of personally is there's a lot of guys from the Pittsburgh area where I'm from um, that I've been able to get into the league um, through my other development camps and things I've done through hockey and uh, throughout the last uh, 15, 20 years or so. So there's quite a few guys that Nailers, the Nailers will be seeing as, long as, as well as other ECHL teams um, that have come through my development programs and I'm able to get them in to get their foot in the door into the ECHL. One of those is making his pro debut this weekend. So that's a really neat way for you to be able to do that, essentially passing the torch. What's it like to try and get some of these younger folks to want to officiate? Because I have a feeling it's not the most popular uh, job out there. No, not right now it's not. Um, but uh, the, the ones that have made it all the way through really have the drive and determination to do it. They've worked their way up the ladder. They've done the hard things. They've driven the hard miles. Um, and it's just it's a pleasure to see the want and the drive that they have and to be able to open the door for, to them and, and get them in, in with the contacts I have with the ECHL through, that I've obtained throughout my years here. Uh, it's, just, it's just a joy to see them break through and, and finally get uh, this opportunity. What's one of the first pieces of information you try to deliver to these people who will ultimately make their debuts just start to get their feet dipped into the business because of what you've learned over the 15 years that you've done this? Uh, I would my, my biggest piece of advice to anyone starting officiating or wherever they're at in their officiating career is to make your own road and not to worry about what anybody else's road is. Everybody's path to success, especially in officiating, is different. So don't worry about who else is getting other assignments in certain leagues, who's getting playoff assignments, who's getting the big game assignments. If you just keep focused, keep your head down, keep your mouth shut, and do what you're supposed to do the way you're supposed to do it, your opportunities will come. What do you enjoy most about the on-ice product, whether it's something that you see from the talent level of the players, or maybe it's just something with the way you interact with players or coaches? I think it's the camaraderie. I really enjoyed it over the past five, seven years or so when I, you know, I, I, people know who I am. I've become a veteran. Um, coaches know who I am. Players know who I am. Um, it, it's, it, you're happy to see different coaches. You're happy to work in different buildings. Um, that's something I know I'm going to miss, uh, along with the camaraderie with, with the fellow officials. Um, we are a team, uh, and we see different people every, each and every night we're on the ice. Uh, but I know uh, come Sunday morning, when that's all past me, uh, I'll certainly miss uh, seeing the guys when you, when you lock in the locker room for the first time, um, you know, an hour and a half, two hours before game time. What are the biggest changes that you've noticed over the years from the time that you started to now? Because that's a pretty decent window where the game has changed a lot, the mentalities have changed a lot. Mm -hmm. You have to have seen quite a bit go through some really big swaps. Uh, I think the biggest thing um, is that there's so much now with the video review uh, and, the, and the tools that, that we're given and the league is given, any league is given, um, that a lot more rides on the referee's shoulders. Um, think about 
12, 15 years ago, if, if Wheeling was playing Johnstown and somebody got boarded in the corner, the benches were jumping. Like it was, it was all on chaos. Now, you know, most of the time people are just looking for the, at the referee for the call. So um, that's got to be the biggest thing. There's a lot more onus put on the referee's shoulders, and it's, it's more difficult for the players to police the game with the rules the way they are now. This is a weird question because for the players and coaches, it tends to be easy because it's all driven on the team's success. But do you have a favorite moment? I can't imagine that you sit back and look and go, wow, I really nailed that icing call. That was incredible. But what jumps out to you is something that really was a big moment for you in your career. I just think probably in this level was working uh, either the All-Star game in 17. That was a blast. And again, I was able to bring my wife with me to that. And again, like I said before, it's not very often that any of my kids or my wife get to join me on any trips. Um, so the 17 All-Star game for the ECHL and Adirondack, uh, or I was, I was able to work three conference finals in a row in the early 2010s. Um, that's something I always remember in, in a stage and a setting that I've never been a part of in any other level. And uh, those, are, those are certainly moments I'll never forget. What do you all look forward to on a night-to-night -night basis or even in your preparation as you get ready for a game? Um, at this level, it's, it's kind of the excitement. It's kind of the, you never know what's going to happen. It's a different, it's a different pace of a game. Um, like going into tonight, I know Wheeling's playing four games in five nights or something like that. Um, so and, and it's the beginning end of a back-to-back. -back. So you kind of, kind of read and feel what the tendencies might be. Um, tonight's game may feel different than tomorrow night's game based on how tonight's game goes. So just kind of seeing where the schedules line up and where teams fall in the standings, is it's always neat to see, especially for somebody who, like me, um, knows a lot of players, knows a lot of the coaches, and knows how he's going to bring their, their teams into each game. Do you have a crazy, funny story that's happened over your career that's G-rated that you can share with us? <laughs> the G-rated ones are few and far between that I can share with you, but uh, there, was, uh, there was a time in Elmira when Craig Rivet was playing um, where he had some choice words for one of my, one of my good friends and uh, partners for a long time, Ray King, who was on the ice with me for a long time uh, uh, in the corner. Um, it was, it was a, a very difficult situation, but long, long and short it was that Craig Rivet's helmet made it into the opponent's team's bench, and uh, it was very difficult to defuse that situation uh, once, it, once it finally took off. So that was probably one that, uh, from a G-rated perspective, words aside, that, uh, that, I could, that I could share with you. Where does life take you now? You're going to hang up the skates for the final time after Saturday night's game. What's next for Zach Roberts? Uh, I own, uh, my family owns a work injury management firm that's been in our family for over 30 years. I'm currently the president and CEO of it. Uh, a lot of my time has been uh, directed there, uh, especially since COVID hit, when I really had to be more hands-on. Um, so that's really where I'll be day-to-day, -day, really where I've been day-to-day -day since, since the pandemic really hit us hard uh, in 2020. So um, I have three kids. They're very, very busy and involved in sports. Um, my son, Connor, plays hockey and uh, in baseball, my daughter Riley does basketball and horseback riding, and my, my youngest, Reagan, daughter, um, she's only three, but I'm sure she'll be following in the footsteps of those two. So you know, my, they, they certainly keep my wife, Jamie, and I busy, and uh, between work and, and my wife and my kids, I know my weekends will be full. Well, Zach, I want to congratulate you on a wonderful 15-year career. It's been a blast to watch you in 11 of those, get a chance to see you do such great work night in, night out. So way to go on that. I'll enjoy watching you finish off your career here in Wheeling this weekend, and I really appreciate you taking a few minutes of your time to share some wonderful stories with me today. Thank you, DJ. I appreciate it. Linesman Zach Roberts, his final game is tonight at West Banco Arena. More of our intermission coverage comes your way next on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank.